Welcome to Films from the Phantom Zone, your podcast about failed and forgotten comic book movies. Uh, where we watch a forgotten superhero movie and decide, does this belong in the Phantom Zone to be forgotten for forever or out and about for everyone to rewatch and remember fondly? But today, Birdo, we're not we're not doing that. <laughs> no, uh, we're actually uh, revisiting something today. This is sort of a review again. We, this, <laughs> we're review- okay, Birdo, what are we doing? Just go ahead. We're talking about... The recent re-release of Spider-Man No Way Home, which is subtitled The More Fun Stuff Edition. Here's the thing. <laughs> kind of a horrible title, I think. Yeah. Until I watched it and I'm like, oh, this is just literally some more fun stuff. But if you're looking at it... It's just like more jokes. It's just No Way Home Extended Edition. Yeah, pretty much. But the extended stuff is like fun stuff. Yeah. It's not like super serious like lore stuff. That new post credit scene was interesting, though. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, so my name is Arnaldo. I'm your host, and I'm joined by Berto. Let's. Uh, we already told you what we're doing, so let's get started. If you just got here, by the way, we review basically every comic book movie that comes out uh, as it comes out, and we already reviewed this movie uh, properly. We still haven't done the Kingsman for like. Oh, that's not happening. <sighs> <laughs> we review this movie for like two hours, right? So, like, go find that episode. We can talk about the movie in proper. Today, we're going to focus on just the new stuff released on this re-release. Yeah, so, in theory, this should be a short episode. <laughs> Berto, and first of all, something I like to get off my chest. I don't like this. this don't I, like what? This extended edition idea well i think this should have just been included on the blu-ray like the home a gajillion home media release uh i i know why they did it it's because they want to break more records they want to make more money yeah they want to break records too they want to be endgame here's the thing (laughs) i like extended editions for a variety of reasons right number one i like the idea that hey this movie was too long for some people but you're not some people, and I think you would like a longer version oh, there of this was movie. A total of five people in my theater when I watched this, and we all stayed until the very end. And they held the door for me, and I said thank you, and they said you got it, man. Okay, you, we were like best friends now. Okay, you you, <laughs> you left out a vital piece of information. You didn't see this movie until like midnight. All right, I saw it at twelve ten a.m. on Friday night. Yeah, uh, I got out of the theater at about. 3.15 in yeah. the morning. Yeah. So obviously there's not going to be a lot of people in that theater. No. I saw it today on a Monday on on Labor Day uh, at noon. So there wasn't a lot of people in my theater either. Well, yeah, you but, went to like a matinee. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Oh, and by the way, I saw it in 4DX, which I thought was very interesting. Oh. It's kind of fun. Huh. It wasn't in 3D, though, so it was 3DX. I, I saw it in <laughs> standard. Oh. oh. Uh, no, the 4DX was kind of fun, honestly. It, it Like, for a Spider-Man... Anytime was the, your chair like? Tah, tah, tah. Yeah, it was. Uh, anytime uh, 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 the web shooters went off, the thwipping happened. Uh-huh. It blew air in my ears. Okay, I thought that was kind of fun. It didn't get annoying because there's a lot of thwipping in them. There's a lot of thwipping. There's three th- three times two arms thwipping. <laughs> Say that a bunch of times fast. That you know be, what? That I would really, be six arms. You know what I like though is the times when he's like like swinging in the air and stuff. Like the beginning when MJ's all scared. Uh-huh. They'll lean the chair forward, and you get that sinking feeling in your in your chest, oh. and it works. You're feeling what MJ's feeling. You're feeling what? Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Or like when the camera is like panning up, then actually that's called a tilt. When the camera is tilting up, the chairs tilt backwards too. You kind of get that effect. Okay. I like, I like that. I think it's all right. I think the 40X is all right. 
Okay. It's an experience for sure. Anyway, uh, extended editions. Yeah, so like Lord of the Rings. Great movies. Better if you want a longer version, if you want the, kind of the extra bits yeah. and pieces, right? And a lot of the extra bits and pieces. Um, I mean, yeah, some people argue it is essential, but like for what the movie was trying to do, it's not essential, but it is nice to have. Like all, mm-hmm. all of that extra stuff, it's like it's mostly like downtime and them talking. Yeah. It's good stuff. So I like two camps of extended editions. I like when when they release a movie and it's really good and they're like, all right, cool. Here's what you'll like even more than that if we made it better. Yeah. You know, like that's Lord of the Rings, X-Men Days of Future Past, the road cut. The road cut's a lot better. Which I think... And, and I thought Days of Future Past is great. Was already great. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, hey, here's, an, here's a longer cut. If you really like the movie, you might really like this version the of it too. The road cut also kind of changes the plot a little bit. Yeah, I don't remember the details, but we're going to get to that eventually. Yeah. So there's that camp. Good movies made better by an extended cut, right? And then Mm -hmm. there's movies that when released were bad. And then they're like, well, shit, we're so sorry. How about an extended cut that fixes the badness, right? Batman vs. Superman. Oh, my God. DC's already had three of them. Uh, Justice League. (laughs) uh, BVS, number one. Uh, Suicide Squad. They release uh, an extended edition of the DVD. Was that really that much better? No, it was just a little bit longer. (laughs) Because I saw saw it. And then there's... Uh, obviously, Justice League, which is like a completely different it's movie. It's literally a but, different movie at that point. Okay, yeah. but there is a sign of good faith. And I know we're not going to talk about DC behind the scenes because that's a whole other podcast. There is a sign of good faith where a studio releases a movie. It's underwhelming. And they're like, hey, we're sorry. We have a backup. Try this one instead. <laughs> and it's not just DC. Uh, a bunch of other ones have done it. I was going to say Superman 2, but that's also DC. <laughs> we oh, talk- Spider-Man 2.5. That's the first camp where the movie's already good and it's made a little bit better. Oh, true, true, true. Oh, we're talking bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, um, um, Blade Runner. That one's debatable among people, but it's universally people don't like the director's cut. They like the final cut, right? They don't like the theatrical cut or the second theatrical cut. I don't remember. There's been There's six, a lot of cuts of Blade Runner. There were six cuts of the movie, right? <laughs> and so, so fucking insane. There were so many where people... Well, to the diff- point where I don't remember which one I watched. You probably watched the final cut. Probably. But anyway, it's my point is... You make a good movie, you can make an extended version. Great. You make a bad movie, fix it with an extended version. That's great, too. Here's what I don't like. You make a good movie. It comes out. It's great. DVD comes out. Great. Then you wait six months and you're like, hey, just kidding. Come to the movies again. We got more stuff. And then they're probably going to release this version on Blu-ray. Yeah, exactly. No. Here's the thing. I'm going to buy it. Of course I am. But like that, you're just you're just tricking us for money at that point. Yeah. You put everything on the DVD. That's what I believe in. Like, well, that's how it used to be. All of the bonus footage, deleted scenes, and if you want to edit it together into an extended cut, you put that on the fucking Because the Blu-ray DVD. had, like, what, like, three deleted scenes and that was it? I don't remember. If even? I saw some of them and they were worked into this movie, but there was stuff in this cut that I've never been seen before. Right. Well, there was some stuff in this cut that was, like, on uh, the Daily Bugle TikTok. Yeah, I watched those, though. S- I don't remember the, this. Some of the Betty Brand interviews. Okay. Yeah. But that doesn't make sense because she wasn't working for Daily Bugle. Uh, she was apparently an intern. She there. was an intern, yeah. yeah. An unpaid anyway. intern. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I just don't like the money grab, is what I'm saying. Oh, well, that's... like that's It should have been on the DVD, is all I'm saying. Put everything on the DVD. Well, here's the thing. If they release an extended cut of Morbius, I'm there. Because I think we both agree that movie was just missing too much. I don't... You what if it, it makes the movie good? Uh, Thor. Do an extended version of Thor. Actually, oh, People yeah. People didn't like that, that movie. That 100% needs it. Needs an extended cut, do it. 
They're Here's not the doing thing, it. Marvel Studios doesn't do extended cuts. Well, they don't want to admit any fault. No. I, that's the thing. I don't know if that's a Disney thing. It might be a Disney thing. Maybe. Or a... No, because I was going to say a Chapek thing, but this they, was under Iger, too. They don't have we did anything wrong money. Yeah. <laughs> or they do have we don't have anything wrong We did not do anything wrong money. Yeah. We make no mistakes money. And we made a billion have. dollars, and that means it was good. Yep. Um, but anyway, they they got my money. They've got both our monies. So, <laughs> yeah, here we are. So, hey, I've got here 11, 12 scenes that I noticed are different. I also checked against different lists on the Internet. So I think this is pretty you, you, much you confirmed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all this right. is pretty much all the differences between uh, Spider-Man No Way Home and this new version with extra more fun stuff. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay, number one. Before the movie starts, in a Zoom-style meeting, Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire thank everyone for the continued love and support, and Tom and Toby finally tell Andrew they love him, too. I was actually really smiling when they did this. Yeah. Andrew's like, like, oh, thanks, guys. I've been waiting months for this. <laughs> because the, the story behind Andrew saying, like, I love you guys, he just said that. It was unscripted? I, apparently, that was unscripted. He just said it. I feel like there was a lot of just, like, unscripted riffing between them. I hope so, because it is good stuff. And, and I think out of the three of them, I think Andrew Garfield might be the best at that. Well, I think I also think he's the best actor out of the three, just in general. Oh, quite possibly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I think he's better on his feet. Because you can tell, as I was watching it, and again, I'm like, I feel like Toby's is kind of half scripted, half off the cuff, a lot mm-hmm. of like the riffing they did. But Andrew feels like he's making it up on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> and they're reacting to him, you know? Yeah. No, that's kind of, that's kind of what I. So thought. the story was when he goes like, "I love you guys," and like their reaction was just like, like they weren't expecting him to say that, like, "Thanks." Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm super happy that they said that they love him back. Number two at the Department of Damage Control questioning. So at the beginning when they all get arrested, uh, Peter gets questioned about all the events from the prior films, saying he really has it out for national landmarks, referring to the Washington Monument, the Venice Canal, and Tower Bridge in London. <laughs> there are a couple of these scenes that make this feel really connected to the other two movies. Yeah, and I'm surprised this wasn't in the theatrical cut of the movie because mm-hmm. it's a couple of seconds. I mean, and it adds so much. It's one of those things where the movie's already long. I get it's it. It's long, so they cut wherever they can. Yeah, you know. But I feel like they cut a lot of connective tissue between this Homecoming and Far From Home. Because those movies really felt like they were doing a certain thing. And then this movie, in tone and in style, kind of departs a lot. And it kind of became its own thing because it's kind of taken over by all these other characters. And yeah. This multiverse thing and Doctor Strange and, and the new plot or whatever. The things that connected to Homecoming, especially, were all cut out. And that's what we see in this version. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, when he, when Agent, I think it's, his name is Cleary. I don't know. When he questions Ned, I don't remember if in the theatrical cut, Ned mentions um, Vulture. Hey guys, it's time for a quick break and we will be back in a flash. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? 
Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Oh, no, that's that's new. Okay. Yeah. I think that was new. Because I think before he just said, like, I helped Spider-Man. Yeah. But this one was like, oh, I helped them, you know, find the vulture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part was new. But it was like... It was like... It was like, like one three line. seconds. They, like, they cut that part out. Yeah. yeah. But I think they just shortened his line. Yeah. I could also be wrong, but it felt like I hadn't heard that before. It, I, I'm with you there. Yeah. Um, it, A lot of this is just pacing. They want to get to, like, the act two turn quicker. Yeah. You know, and I kind of get it because by the time we finally get there, I'm like, oh, I've it's already been, been like 45 minutes. I'm like, I've been here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> they also draw, they have like a whiteboard and they draw out like the monument, like the Washington Monument and Tower <laughs> Bridge. And I, I thought all that was fun. Also, this is a great setup for the finale in a way I hadn't realized because they never mentioned it. All his fights take place on national landmarks. Well, I think. Jameson mentions like, oh, he's going to destroy another landmark. That was cut out too, though. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. I'm pretty sure that was cut out. <laughs> I'm not sure. A lot of Jameson stuff was is in this also. Yeah. So I think that bit of connective tissue that all his fights happen on national landmarks. Again, I didn't realize it until they pointed out to me in, in these scenes. And I think that's a good setup because like it's supposed to be a surprise. Because when you watch the movie, he's like... At one point, he's like, oh, I'll lure him out to this location. And, he's, and they don't mention it until you see it. So it's supposed to be a bit of a surprise out there on the Statue, the Statue of Liberty. Liberty. I'm going to lure them to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. But the little bit of setup, I think, goes a long way. Yeah. Number three, Spider-Man stops a mugger stealing a purse. Very similarly to when he stops the bike thief in Homecoming. But this time, everyone yells at each other about if Spider-Man is good or not. And that he's only 14 years old and his brain hasn't <laughs> developed properly. And then the Mysterio Forever guy spills the paint on him. So this is a case where it's just a completely different scene. They cut out a lot and then they start where he where the, goes the Mysterio paint. Forever and it's done in like a montage. Is it? I don't remember. Yeah, it's like a video clip of it happening. Mm. But it was cool to see the whole scene. And um, the mugger was Tom Holland's brother, right? Oh, is it? That's fun. I believe it is. Oh, because he had a role and they cut him out. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> the lady's like, oh, I bet you're in cahoots with him. And then the mugger's like, yep, I've been in cahoots with him the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I like the scene. I like because it mirrors the homecoming scene where he steals the bicycle. Or yeah, where he rescues, he returns the bicycle. Yeah. And um, it feels same... very friendly neighborhood Spider-Man-esque. Yeah. Except this is kind of turned on its head because... The neighborhood isn't very friendly to him. I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah, the neighborhood isn't very friendly. It's, it's kind of fun to see the people's perspective. They're all like debating on Spider-Man and <laughs> the is he good, is he not? He's only 14. His brain isn't fully developed. He doesn't know what he's doing. He shouldn't be doing this. And at no point does he have enough time to correct everyone. No, he like, like, he like tries to and he's then he's like, just constantly cut off. He's like 17 or 18. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, number four, at the school... More high school students having lines or making jokes. Uh, we see one kid that wasn't in the original Any of the cut. Movies either. Uh, he says that they're lab partners. Because we see him again later on, but that was also cut out. Yeah. I mean, that that's a slightly extended scene here. Up next, though, we're going to get a lot more of the high school stuff. 
Yeah, a lot of this, maybe like half of this, is just high school stuff at the beginning of the movie. And I honestly. love it. It's fun stuff. Um, yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, in gym class, everyone chants at Peter to climb the wall, which he does reluctantly, which is also a setup for later when Andrew does it. Did you notice that? When he like, climbed the wall, he's like, I'm not going to climb the he's wall. He's like, I'm not going to do it. He's like, do it. <laughs> All right. And this is kind of the same thing where they're like, everyone's chanting like, climb it, climb it. Yeah. And he's like, fine. <laughs> and he climbs the wall. <laughs> And Hannibal Burris's character is the the gym coach. The coach. Yeah. He goes, "Look at that sticky bastard go!" And then one of the kids <laughs> goes, "Like freak." <laughs> I like the scene a lot. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I can see why it would be a momentum killer, though. Like yeah. I get it. I get yeah, why. But also, you would like cut he, it. he's a, part of the whole Spider-Man thing, though, is like his school life. Yeah. At least this trilogy. Yeah. And Spider-Man in general, like. Like, one of the reasons why he maintains a secret identity is so that he can still be a regular person at school. Right. And like, that's all ruined right now. And yeah. this does a good job showing that. Yeah. Yeah. Number six. And this one lasts five minutes. Oh, by yeah. The this way. one. This is long. It made me like, I'm like, this is an assembly cut. This is the stuff that they record. And they're like, all right, out of everything we filmed, let's keep the funniest stuff. You know? Right. This would never all make it into the movie no it's not realistic that it would i i did like seeing it i like seeing it but it, it felt like bonus material that shouldn't really be in the movie and if it is you gotta cut half of it <laughs> like it cannot go for five minutes anyway uh <laughs> betty brant conducts cheap looking interviews with all the teachers and friends uh including mr harrington who found out his ex-wife's browsing yeah, she was on the uh, subreddits about like mysterio about mysterio being right <laughs> <laughs> betty accuses flash of lying about their friendship uh as in his friendship with spider-man flash says that he named spider-man and was considering other names like arachno kid and the bitten i like when he, he goes like it really hurts that people don't believe me <laughs> <laughs> why well, is like betty obviously like their classmates she's seen it all like she knows they're not right. friends also yeah, he, this is the guy that was calling him Penis Parker. Yeah. <laughs> um, they should have brought that back. Uh, she questions Ned on their breakup uh, and Peter on if he would thank the spider that bit him or thank him for nothing. <laughs> I would say thank you. For, for nothing? nothing? <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> it really was. So these these interviews last for like five, again, five yeah, minutes. I think that's all the TikToks just kind of compiled together. I followed the TikTok and I didn't see. I remember the thanks for nothing more. one. Okay. I That's the only one I remember specifically. I only saw oh. like two videos on that. And I remember the coach saying like, it's a science school doing like three pushups is a it's remarkable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Hannibal Burris. Uh, he's a great stand up comedian. I loved him before he was in these movies. Yeah. I remember thinking I was a little bit sad when this movie came out and we only saw him for one scene. Literally. All the teachers we only saw all for the, one scene. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, they had more materials just cut. Yeah. And one of those teachers is a character from The Incredible Hulk. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, yeah. Was Harrington. It Harrington? Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, the guy that yeah. Bruce brought pizza to. Yeah. <laughs> people have... Uh, what? I don't know if that's officially the same character, but people have debated that maybe... It's that the same was, actor. That was him in college before he became Wh- a teacher. Which is... Totally plausible. Totally, it's more plausible than Peter Parker being the kid in Iron Man 2. Well, so originally, that character was thought to be Amadeus Cho, who is like the next Hulk. Who, the guy at the school? Yeah, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after this, they're like, oh, wait, we got a better theory. What if it's this teacher before he graduated college? Uh, that's more plausible, honestly. It, it works either way. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, 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 yeah, this works better. Yeah. I like that during all this, they have the you can see the green screen around them. 
<laughs> I love that. And it's something I loved about um, Homecoming also. Yeah. And uh, and Far we, From Home. We, we had a little bit of it in Far From Home. The whole beginning, they explained the blip and they yeah, named yeah. the blip in Far From Home through Betty Brant's like video montage. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the connective tissue from the other movies that they cut. Yeah. Which, which is why No Way Home feels so different. Yeah, because we don't have like that, we don't have all that high school stuff. We don't have that low budget, cringy high school bullshit. And which this brought great. it back. Yeah, and then <laughs> and we see it again later. But the little video of like uh, like listen to the signs, don't run in the cafeteria or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wet floor thing, and the kids the, like the PSA. <laughs> God, I remember in high in high school we made so much, so many stupid videos, like stupid low budget. Yeah, or all, no budget. Half of our assignments were like, "All right, make a video essay on this." And we're like, "All right." Everyone had a camcorder. <laughs> we didn't edit anything. It was oh, just like, God. if that was a bad take, you rewound it and recorded over it. <laughs> the old days. Oh God! If I watched any of those back, I would. You cringe. I cringe way too hard. <laughs> I'd fucking die, man. I remember some of that shit I did in high school. <laughs> anyway, uh, number seven: Sanctum Santorum Undercraft montage so the undercroft is the it's the name for the basement of the sanctum sanctorum where half this movie takes place <laughs> when they all get there when um ned and mj uh they're, you know peter's like oh i need help right and then they, they set up their kind of like base of operations there in this version there's a long montage where they set all that up and monster mash is playing yeah so monster mash wasn't in the original right no <laughs> It felt, it you know, felt so natural. It did feel natural. And I had to ask myself that. I was like, is this in the movie? I couldn't remember, but I'm like... Because the only thing I remembered was her picking up like the, the goatee shaping thing. That was in the first that was That was in the oh, original. Okay, okay, okay. But everything else, I'm like, what? <laughs> I think it just happens in the original to like regular music. Yeah. Like the score. Monster Mash was so nice. It was so great because remember, this also takes place... Right after Halloween, first of all, this takes place between Halloween and, and, and Christmas. Yeah. This movie. Sort of. The beginning takes place like after spring also, break like or early monsters. summer. And they're hunting monsters. And that's the point. And, they're, and a bunch of monsters are sitting there with them. It was a good scene. It's awesome. <laughs> also, at one point, they find a little Sanctum Santorum miniature as part of a model train set and that Doctor Strange has. Yeah. And, and there's a little mini Doctor Strange standing at there. the window, like watching them. What's he doing? Who is that? <laughs> I don't know, or is it? Or is he? Or are they seeing like the actual Sanctum Sanctorum right now? And Doctor Strange is up there, and he knows that they're. Oh, it's like a mirror. It's like may- a real time maybe, mirror. Maybe, maybe. Cool. That seems like it's, a very magical thing to do. It seemed very Harry Potter. Yeah, very Harry Potter, which I really like because in Harry Potter, you can paint a magical portrait of someone, and that portrait takes on its own kind of identity. Yeah. Even it if also, that character dies, that portrait lives is, on. Lives on, and it's kind of like. A version of them, but it's not the real them. Same thing with the trading cards. Yeah. Uh, but it also reminded me of uh, Spy Kids 2, when he has that model of the island, the, the little miniature monsters, and they line up with where the monsters actually are on the island. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah so Do you remember be... that movie at all? Nope. Steve Buscemi? Nope. Damn it. I saw the first one with you last Halloween. What a weird movie to watch every Halloween. We were watching it while we did our costumes. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah. You should watch the second one. Eh, maybe um <laughs> it's kind of like the marauders map though in harry potter where you see exactly yeah. where that person is on the miniature how does the map know where they're at it's magic it's all you need to know <laughs> <laughs> it's all you need to know um oh also every time they try to set something up they just 
they wreck the whole basement. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, we need this. Pull it. Everything comes crumbling down because. Well, also, there's just so much shit down there. Doctor Strange has a very messy basement. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number eight. Uh, the Daily Bugle interviews a construction worker who is repairing the electric transmission lines. <laughs> uh, so this is right after his fight with when he meets Electro oh, and, and Sandman. Sandman, yep. And basically, like, the worker, he just starts talking about, like, the fight. And he's like, there's a dirt man uh, and a monster made out, made out of electricity. <laughs> and Jameson, like, basically, like... And he's like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> he starts to, like, discredit him. He's like... <laughs> It's like, we're going to have to verify if that's uh, any of that's correct. Because yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. And then uh, a dirt man showed up and Spider-Man helped him stop the electric monster. And, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that felt very much like Jameson's podcast in the, the yes. Spider-Man game where, like, a caller will call in. Yeah. And at first, like, Jameson will be on the side. Then they say something that, like. Doesn't is, go with his narrative. Right. And he's like, oh, okay. You're crazy. Yep. Well, actually, you're wrong because Spider-Man is really the villain and we got to go. Hangs up on him. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of yeah. right there. Yeah. Number nine, the elevator scene. So this was kind of shared on social medias to promote this movie. I feel like it was shared even before promotion for this movie was going around. Oh. Uh, so it's the scene immediately before uh, him and all the villains go up to the condo. They ride an elevator ride together. Yeah. And it's awkward because it's like. Spider-Man and, and a, a bunch, bunch of villains, villains. and, and Aunt May and Aunt May yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they're all just standing there very quiet oh, yeah. all right okay sure it looked like Jamie Foxx is like trying not to laugh <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I mean it's kind of that thing where like the mundane is just not filmed you know like but they still do it right like they yeah they show up in a new location all right but they had to walk there and they had to get and in a, I a like seeing that and, every once in a while yeah yeah same. Just because it's not a normal thing to see. Yeah. Number 10, Matt Murdock returns. I was surprised <laughs> to see Did you this. get excited when you saw this? Yeah. I didn't know he had two scenes. I just assumed it was the one was, scene. Oh, my God. It's You got Matt Murdock and Foggy Nelson together again. Foggy wasn't. Oh, this Foggy. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You confuse me. Different Matt, different Foggy, but it's fine. That's. I'm sure I thought about that when the movie came out, but yeah, it's fun. So, yeah, so Matt Murdock is now representing Happy, who is under a different investigation. Yeah, and DODC is, like, grilling his ass. And he's sweating. And Matt's like, you need to stop sweating. And Happy's like, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that was good. Um, then Happy looks at his phone, and he sees the camera on his phone of Peter bringing in all the villains into his condo. Yeah, which in the original movie, we only see, like, the camera footage of them going in. And we do see it. that, don't we? That's yeah. all we see, though. We don't uh, see that Happy checked it or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see why you would cut this because then Happy in the next scene recaps it. He's like, oh, I, I checked my yeah, phone but camera. The, you cut Charlie Cox. I know. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it kind of still connects to the earlier part of the movie where, like, yeah, there's which, still legal ramifications of what happened. Yes, and I feel like all of that stuff would kind of connect to Armor Wars whenever the hell that's going to come out. They did say it's still coming out. You know, this show did make me think a lot more about what DODC is doing. Like, they're the new kind of authority. Right. In the wake of it Shields seems like, not around anymore. It also feels like the Sokovia Accords are like nothing now. No, it feels like the Sokovia... Or they're the ones enforcing it? Yeah, it feels like DODC exists because of the Sokovia Accords. Shield exists. All right, calm down. <laughs> but do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, so the Sokovia Accords happened. Uh, I'm trying to think. 
DODC came after. No, DODC came before the Sokovia Accords because DODC came right after, after Avengers. Yep, because we f- we're first introduced to DODC in Homecoming, but, but it, 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 it happens, takes place after yeah, the Avengers. because they're yeah. the ones cleaning up the Battle right. of New York. But it, it feels like because of the Sokovia Accords, they got thrusted into this position of a lot of authority. A little bit too much authority, it feels like. Yeah. Maybe there's some scrolls involved in this. Well, they know who the scrolls are, though. Well, they also he, know Fury's off planet. Exactly. So maybe Could, they are the scrolls. Maybe Fury's still in charge. Maybe he's in charge of DODC. From space? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Spitballing here. I don't know. He's in space, barefoot, telling people to work. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, they're going to do something with DODC, like we've been mentioning. Like, they're in everything now. So Yeah. But I think. <laughs> Philly said everyone is a scroll. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you were going to find out that some people that we. I hope not. It, I mean, that's how it happened in the comics. Yeah, I don't... I don't a lot know. of people didn't like that in the comics either, though. It's like, all, like, like oh, Wolverine has been a scroll for the past 10 years? Yeah, no, fuck Shit. that. Shit. <laughs> okay, so number 11, Statue of Liberty Extended Riff. So this is when the three Peters are hanging out before the battle. This might have been my absolute favorite extended scene. So it wasn't that much extended, though. This is very, very cleverly edited because it's hard to tell what's new. Right, well... Yeah, but there there were more like topics of conversation and stuff, and it was it was nice. But yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. edited in a very clever way. It's not like you can pull one entire scene out and be like, "This scene is new." It's that a lot of the shots were just extended and then were cut up shorter for the yeah, for the it final. Was, cut, it was integrated right? into the scene. Yeah, so I think there was some extra villain talk. There was. Um, I don't remember exactly what was different. I don't uh, know if you know. About the villains? Yeah. Uh, Andrew talked a little bit more about the rhino. Because mm. he said, like, oh, yeah, you know, I fought some guy in, like, a mechanized rhino suit. Yeah. And then Toby goes, like, oh, that's cool. And then Andrew goes, like, no, it's it really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I remember is uh, that I noticed is very different is when Toby's, like, he says something about how, like, I forget that, like, all of this is, like, of a, a fantastical nature. Oh, yeah. Because like, you're just, like, eh. But for us, it's just like, and then Andrew's like, it's just like a Monday. <laughs> it's just like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know they ask Toby a little bit more about his web shooting. Yeah. So and Andrew goes, I want to see those holes. Okay. Yeah. I was going to bring that up. So there's <laughs> definitely more extended web shooter talk. There's hole talk. There's some hole talk. Yeah. Because Toby is like, he's like, I just think of it and it happens where in the final cut of the movie, he says it's like breathing. Like you don't, you, you don't do, do breathing. breathing. And Andrew goes, breathe. And, but in this, they kept on talking about it a little bit longer. He, he he's explains like, it a little bit more. He's like, I think about it. And Andrew's like, so you think about shooting it and then it shoots. And he's like, sort of. Sort of yeah. like it, it just becomes a point where you just, you just do it. Yeah. But then Andrew's like, I want to see those holes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see those holes. <laughs> he's like so fascinating. <laughs> Which is like, it's a great joke. It made me laugh because it's a joke that we would tell. Yeah. I also understand why you would cut it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe not. You want to keep this as family friendly as possible. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, a, a lot of it's just like stuff they're already talking about, but extended. Like yeah. just more about it, which is nice. I actually wish the scene was a little bit longer. Well, that's the thing. I'm surprised that like apparently we did get most of what the three-way Peter Parker stuff. Yeah. Because, like, their earlier scene in the school, exactly how I saw it before. Like, I thought there was going to be more stuff there, too. No, that was pretty much, like, as yeah. as is. Hmm. Huh. Also, my favorite thing that happened here is that he goes, I don't remember, he was having fun. 
And he's like, I'll grab your number after the battle. Oh, he's like, oh, I really want to do this again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and Toby's he's like, can like, I get your number after the battle? And Toby's like, sure. He's like, I don't know if he's like, all right, I'll, I'll get your number after the battle. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's like, yeah, I don't know if now is the best time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, Andrew just wants camaraderie. He wants brothers. Well, yeah, because it seemed like he was very lonely up until yeah. this point. I So I was watching this movie and... um. You know, I went for the extra footage. That's why I showed up to the theater, right? Right. And then halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot that I'm going to cry. Oh, shit. Like, I forgot that this is going to happen now. And then, like, he has the the spider sense. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. May's going to die. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, it was no, rough. No, that movie still hit me pretty hard emotionally. Oh, it still hit me every single time. For me, it was still the hardest when Andrew caught MJ. Just his face says it yep. all. Yep. And, and he's crying. He's like, are you okay? Thing. And she's like, are you okay? <laughs> and he's just crying and nodding. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's so good. So good. Uh, Philly said he wants a really good rhino, and he's always wanted a live action really good rhino. I don't know. Here's where the thing: get I that. think Paul Giamatti would have been a good rhino if he wasn't in the stupid suit. I don't know if we're ever gonna get a really good rhino. I don't think that's also. Can you get a really good live action if they? Here's the thing: if they go, he's like a Hulk. If they go the route that the Spider-Man game went, I think they could do a good job with that. He's like a Hulk. He can't be like a deep character though. That like gets like trapped in his suit. Yeah. Scorpion also gets but trapped also in the suit. Scorpion is trapped in the suit. A lot of characters get trapped in the suit. And side note, and this is something that was already in the movie. I love that this movie's like, hey, let's make fun of this for a little bit. Like, they're all scientists. Yeah. <laughs> when Ned is like, is this tree like a scientist that turned into a tree? It's, like, it's just a tree, man. It's just a tree, man. Just a tree. <laughs> um, all right. And last but not least, number 12, a new post credit scene. Because if you recall... The mid credit scene was uh, Tom was Hardy what? being a bozo. It's Tom Hardy and disappearing, yeah. leaving behind, you know, a, a small little piece of venom. That's right. That's right. Of the symbiote. And then the full post credits, like after all the credits is over, was a preview for Doctor Strange. Which they released on YouTube a week later anyway. So, yeah, it seemed like a waste of a post credit scene. Uh, so the legit post credit scene is Midtown High PSA about running in the cafeteria. <laughs> That's so good. It's pretty funny. Um, I like there's a very dramatic zoom in on like the wet floor sign, <laughs> yeah, and then just the kid's face with the like the ah! yeah, yeah. Uh, followed by Betty Brant uh, making a farewell to seniors with a video collage she made from all their memories from all three films, but without Peter in it. So this was interesting because all the pictures like either already didn't have Peter in him or if Peter was in it, he was obscured by something. So you know what I think it is? Back to the future rules where by vert, like erased, he gets erased in all medium. Why do you still see his body in that picture though? Where like the, there's like a pigeon flying in front of his face or something. Oh, is there? And one of the pictures in Italy. Well, because it is magic. He's still there. It is magic. So I think it's, you know, you know, remember the scene in Harry Potter where uh, Hermione casts a spell on her parents to forget her. Yeah. And she gets erased from all the pictures also. Uh, I think it's like that where as part of the spell to erase Peter Parker from everyone's memories, all of the pictures and videos get either obstructed it, it, or he's erased. So it's it's as if he didn't exist. Yeah. Which is it's I like that this showed a little bit of how that works. 
Yeah, and this is more of that connective tissue to the previous films. Where like, oh yeah, because it here, has pictures from like both movies, both other movies, and far yeah. from home. Yeah. yeah. Um, memories that we we saw. That's them when yeah. they went to Washington. And we know Peter was there. We, yeah, but Peter's <laughs> missing from all of it, and it drives home that point that like all of those memories that we as the viewer had watching the movies don't exist anymore. In universe, they're gone. Yeah, like Peter's really gone from everyone's memory. It's it, it kind of makes it even more sad. It absolutely because really, now you're like oh, makes it sadder. Like because yeah, they still like went to Italy and everything, but as far as they know, like Peter was never there. Never there. Although they like Spider Man was there. I wonder if Brad still has that picture of Peter Parker in his underwear. No, I wonder <laughs> what flew in front of his face. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, yeah. like, like first thing going, ah. Yeah. <laughs> they mentioned that, like, she was like, oh, but Catastrophe found us anyway or whatever. Like, yeah, Spider-Man, so the Spider-Man was there. Spider-Man stuff still happened. But just Peter wasn't there, yeah. basically. Oh, we forgot to say in the extended DODC scene, uh, they asked Peter, what do you know about the Night Monkey? Oh, that's right. There is, <laughs> there is reference to Night Monkey. I did like that. But yeah, no, this post-credit scene, it should have been there to begin with honestly yep. because this felt like a real post credit scene to the movie yeah it was worth staying to the end to watch yeah because you really only get that scene with uh well no you get two scenes you get the one with mj and then the one with happy that kind of solidifies. oh the one with happy was pretty sad that's pretty sad it kind of solidifies the rules of his like forgottenness right like they don't even remember may had a nephew no yeah but it's weird how like People that know Spider-Man know Spider-Man, but they don't know Peter Parker. Because Happy's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I know Spider-Man. I know Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, here's but the I crazy don't part, know though, who like, Spider-Man is. The reason why he knows Spider-Man is he knew him as Peter Parker first. I, I feel mean, like Happy knows more, knew more Peter Parker than Spider-Man. I think he just forgot. Well, yeah. It, it it's sucks. one of those things where, like, if he you He just think, knows that he helped out Spider-Man right. a couple times. I, I, don't, I think if he thought really hard about it, he'd be like, yeah, I, I kind of met him, but I don't quite recall like that. Yeah. You know? And, God, I keep mentioning Harry Potter because we're talking about magic rules and stuff. But it's <laughs> like, in Harry Potter, um, they cast spells on certain magical locations where if a muggle were to get there, they would just be become suddenly uninterested and walk the other way. You know, yeah. Where you like you, you get to the thing and you're like, oh, actually, I forgot this at home, and walk away. So the Muggle will never discover this magical location because the magic, the magic spell prevents, prevents them it. From, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, Happy can't make sense of it, but he will never try to make sense of it. He's not gonna be like, wait a second, like I definitely met a kid, and he became Spider Man. No, he's never gonna have that. It's thought. one of those things where it's like, oh, I, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but. Also, like, if I forgot, it's probably not important. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Let's move on with my life. Yeah. You know? It's like that. So, God, yeah, but this really drives that home, and I kind of wish I had left it in. <laughs> uh, if anything, for that connective tissue to the first two movies, like we said. Yeah. But that's it. That's all 12 bonus scenes that we put in here. It's actually a pretty sizable expansion to the movie. I think it was only 12 minutes. It felt like more. It did feel like a little bit more. The movie felt longer. Oh, it definitely felt longer. Um, yeah. So I see, you know, because I want to talk about, like, is this worth it? Like, would you watch this version? Would you watch the theatrical version? I'd say if you're a fan in the way that we are, like, this is probably the final cut of this movie. Yeah, sure. If we're ever going to get it on home media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This might be the only time you ever get to see it. Yeah. <laughs> actually. 
Uh, That's kind of sad. Bring my point back home. Fuck you, Sony, for doing this. <laughs> like, yeah, release the Morbius cut. It just, yeah, you release some, yeah, right? <laughs> you release a movie, and if you want to add shit to it, if you want to release an extended cut, you do that on the first run of the DVD. Don't make me buy two DVDs. Don't make me go see the movie two times. That's bullshit. I was kind of hoping the Venom scene would be a little longer. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> Or something with Venom. Like, I want Venom and Spider-Man to meet. Okay, so... We, just not in the way Sony's probably going to do it. Right. And, I mean, they, they got the symbiote in this universe now, and that's, so... And it might not do anything. It might become something. It might not. Who knows? So, what would you say? Would you would you watch this version again, I, or... I would. To me, this would be, like, my definitive version of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, how I... If I'm watching Lord of the Rings, I want to watch the extended version. Yeah, if I, I think... If I'm, I'm watching this, I want to watch this version. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm with you there. If I watch this, like I did today... I would definitely say this has pacing issues. Yeah. Because especially around the time of like the Betty Brant like documentary in in the first act of the movie. I think that could have been placed at either a different part of the movie or maybe like. It just feels like a bonus. It it does feel like a bonus. Maybe. <sighs> that shouldn't be. It just shouldn't be in the movie. I think that's a bonus. I think that's something you put in the bonus features of the DVD. Yeah. And you're like, hey, check this out after you're done. But like all the high school stuff. Fantastic. The extended DODC stuff fantastic yeah just having a few more lines between the spider-man yeah to me alone that was worth the the price of admission yeah, for sure yeah and then we have the new post credit scene which actually has some uh i don't want to say weight to it but it has, it has substance meaning, for sure it has yeah, and yeah substance to absolutely it. it's not like foreshadowing anything like post credit scenes usually do but mm-hmm. it, you know it's it's giving more explanation as to what happened with that spell yeah I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. All around, yeah. I'd I'd recommend it if it's still in theaters, uh, by the time this comes out. I don't know how long they're gonna keep this. They in just theaters. said limited time. They didn't specify. I think anything. I think as as soon as it starts slowing down, they'll probably pull it, but as soon um, as, yeah, as soon as it starts costing them money instead of making <laughs> them money. Yeah. But uh I hope I get to own this again, even though I don't want to buy two DVDs. Well, this is a version I'd buy the steelbook of. If uh, with that poster on it. If you release it again, I guess I'll buy it, and then my first disc becomes worthless, but sure. Nah, because maybe you. in the far future, it'll be like, oh, I have the theatrical version and the more fun stuff version. No. Well, here's the thing. like They re-released BVS. They like cleaned it up, and they, like, visually, like it's... Like they remastered yeah, it? Yeah, there's a remaster. That movie's still relatively new. I, I know. And I'm like debating on buying it but i'm like i already own it like you know what i'm saying like it's a little i don't know like how how, cleaned up is it apparently it looks way better what was wrong with it i know how bad it looked before then (laughs) jesus i know but i'm like what do you how badly do you want me to buy another disc you know what i'm saying like if you don't own the movie again like you might as well Well, buy the definitive version of it it's an imax too like the it's like bigger on the screen. And oh. I'm down for that also. Don't get me wrong. I know you would buy it just based on that alone. I'll probably buy it. And I haven't bought it yet, but I'm like, I'll probably buy it. The thing is, is like, is it the ultimate stop. cut? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, okay. But it's like, stop making me buy extra movies. Like, I don't like that. Stop making me buy the same movie multiple. Exactly. Why don't we just do what you do with video games and patch the extra features <laughs> in? We know Blu-rays have had internet connectivity forever and nobody does anything with it. Downloadable content. Like, Blu-ray players connect to the internet. Yeah. Sometimes, you know what they're fucking used for? To update the previews that are shown on there, the trailers. Are they really? 
for some of them, yeah. I've seen like that's the, weird. I'm like this movie came out in like fucking 2008. Yeah. Why am I seeing a trailer for like a 2013 movie? That's weird. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, uh, good times all around. I really enjoyed this. It's definitely the more fun stuff edition because everything that was cut out is just fun stuff. But uh, check it out if you can. And if it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray, 4K, Blu-ray, whatever, we will definitely yeah, mention it. I mean, it's a recommendation from both of us. So, Yeah. But other than that, guys, that is it for us. We will see you the next thing we do, which would be a Hulk thing. We're almost done with Hulk. The two more. The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it'll be that. I already started watching it. Can, I couldn't wait. I think you can you can rent it, right? Uh, you can rent it or buy it on Amazon, like just through their video service. Okay. Um, also, it was available for free on Tubi TV. With ads? With ads. Okay. Well, but the ads, it's funny because the ads are actually showing up where like it seems like there would be a commercial break anyway. Okay. So it, it, no, it feel go. that jarring. Oh, it is a TV movie. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, thank you for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks to that piano dude for our musical intro. Uh, Make sure you leave a rating and review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast where you can leave a rating review. Birdo, please tell a friend. (laughs) Okay, I'll tell my friends. And uh, if you told a friend, thank you so much for telling a friend. You're welcome. Okay. (laughs) You can find us on Instagram at Films from the Phantom Zone. You can find us to argue with us on Twitter at Films from PZ, TikTok, Films from PZ, YouTube films from the Phantom Zone, where you can listen to all episodes of this podcast are on YouTube. Uh, almost, I've uploaded like f- ten or five. They're catching up. I'm trying to get caught up. Yep. <laughs> but if that's how you like listening to podcasts, you can do it on there. So there you go. All these episodes are recorded live in front of a chat audience. Uh, we live stream them all on Twitch. Uh, that's Twitch.tv/slash/filmsfrompz. If you watch us live, you can talk to us in real time while we just finished episode one of She-Hulk. Oh, cool. Uh, in oh, she real, watched it. She watched it while she, we were she, recording. She left and watched it again. She listened to us and she's like, all right, yeah, I'll check this out. Wow. That's, that's pretty oh. cool. It was interesting. I might give it. There Whoa! you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you uh, join us on, on, uh, on Twitch, you can be like Philly to the J. You can be like Summer Faith. You can be like Redback Cosplay. Uh, they're hanging out with us while we record the episode. They are giving us vital information, fat checking, uh, giving us their input while we record. And a lot of it stays in the episode. So that is a way to hang out with us while we actually record the podcast. Check that out. Twitch.tv slash films from PZ, Monday nights, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, Are you going to say Twitter.tv? I almost did, yeah. (laughs) Um, You can support the show on Patreon. And if you do support the show on Patreon, you get access to our bonus podcast and outtakes from this show. Uh, Our bonus podcast is called Where's Mephisto? Where we look for Mephisto in everywhere. All all kinds of streaming TV shows. Uh, We've looked for Mephisto in Half of Peacemaker. (laughs) Still just half. (laughs) Just half. In Moon Knight. In what else did we do? Obi Wan Kenobi. Kenobi. We're currently doing She Hulk. She Hulk. Uh, we did one more. I'm forgetting. We Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. We yeah. are eventually Stranger Things. We looked for. Oh yeah. some Stranger Things. Uh, are we gonna do Sandman? I haven't started Sandman. I haven't either, but I really, if, really want to. Like I'm me itching too. to. I hear so many good things. We should do it. So if we do it, that, that might be like a one episode thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if we should do it while we're. 
covering She-Hulk weekly. I don't know. No, 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 but yeah, also, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know where we'd fit it in, because then Andor starts, and then... Oh, my God, it's endless. It is endless, yeah. We didn't do Groot, either. He's not no, Groot. But, <laughs> I think Groot is Mephisto in those shorts. He's evil, man. All those shorts He's is just him, bad, like, killing yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Anyways, guys, yeah, so check that out. That's our Patreon. Um, we also, if you want to hang out with us during the week, we have a Discord server. It's absolutely free. It's linked below. Check it out. You can talk to us all week long. There's all argue kinds. with each other. There's all kinds of arguments going on. It's actually a really good time, so uh, check that out. And other than that, that is all that we have. So we will see you next week with a Hulk movie. It'll be the. It'll be not be the one that we're about to do. It's the one before that. It's going to be the Hulk 3. The Incredible Hulk Returns. The Incredible Hulk Returns starring Thor. Yeah, Thor's in it. So Co-starring Thor. Co-starring Thor, yeah. All right, so anyway, guys, we'll see you next week, and goodbye. Bye.